Many of you may not know that some of the formative young years in the life of Father Luke took place in Central Texas. I grew up in Central Texas, and uh, I have a lot of memories, uh, therefore, during the summer of spending all day, every day at the pool. And being the zealous two, three, four-year-old that I was, I had a very bad habit of hanging out with my younger brothers in the shallow end and taking about four and a half seconds to realize the shallow end is very boring because I get to be in control. The water comes maybe up to my knees, certainly nothing past that. And we just kind of like sit here and splash around and that's it. So Father Luke had a pretty nasty habit when mom wasn't looking of running for it and going for it into the deep end. And usually I got benched and then had to spend the rest of our day at the pool on the bench, poolside. I love the deep. And I think any honest person and any honest Christian also loves the deep. And Jesus wants to draw our attention today to the fact that in our culture in which we live, we are not led to the deep. We are not encouraged to live and to love deeply with the fullness of who we are in receiving the depths of our Father's love. Rather, in our culture today, we tend to just kind of live in the shallow end and splash around and enjoy playing God rather than surrendering our lives to him and being completely and totally washed clean, made new, and sent out on mission by him. And so it's really not hard to see this played out in a lot of different ways because, right, the mission that Jesus just entrusted to his first priests in the gospel is quite literally the mission of being fishers of men going out and working for the salvation of souls. The salvation of souls, earthly possessions. Which would be more important? Because we seem to be living amidst a culture that would tell us, at the absolute most, give an hour on Sunday for the salvation of your soul and the soul of other people, and then you can basically just do what you want to for the rest of the week. And, you know, maybe, you know, care, put all your eggs in the chief's kingdom basket. We saw how that turned out. Maybe put all your eggs in the riches and honor and glory in this life basket. But, brothers and sisters, Jesus wants to draw our attention this morning and to remind us, you were not made for the shallow end. And you were not a child of this world. You were a child of an eternal kingdom. And Jesus has come to lead all of us there. And so he invites all of us, as he did Simon Peter, his friend in the gospel today, to put out into the deep. There really isn't life in the shallow end. If you're going to go fishing, you're not going to go fishing in, you know, that water that's three and a half inches deep. There's no life there. There's no excitement there. Put out into the deep, and there you will find the fullness of living and the fullness of loving. And so our friend Simon Peter in the gospel today serves as a great example for all of us as to how Jesus wants to lead us out into the deep. And so there are three ways that I want to highlight that Simon Peter is for us kind of that reminder and example and illustration of how to let ourselves be led into the depths of God's love. We hear the gospel begins... And Simon Peter is just kind of hanging up his nets. He spent a long day, a long night fishing. He's hanging them up. He's, you know, owns this fishing company. He's got the family business. And he probably is living a very comfortable life at that moment, right? The, the boat in which he is 
working at the beginning of our gospel would have been very comfortable to him. He's probably spent many days, probably many, many years working on this boat. He knows it well. That's his mojo. That's his comfort. That's his life. And things are going great until, what did we hear? St. Luke tells us, Jesus, uh, the fishermen disembarked and were washing their nets and getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, Jesus asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon. There are a lot of times in our life where if we are willing to own it, Jesus shows up as an uninvited, unexpected, unanticipated resident of our boat. And what was Simon Peter's response to Jesus? I mean, he didn't really, we're not told like Simon said, hey, Jesus, climb in, please come into my boat. We're just told Jesus hopped in and that the boat belonged to Simon. What is our response when we're living our best life, we're doing great, life's comfortable, things are going really well, and then all of a sudden we're not in control? Whether that's through an unexpected transition in life, whether that's a, maybe a sickness or an illness that ourselves or one of our loved ones becomes diagnosed with, a lot of times we get surprised by Jesus. We get surprised by life and we get surprised by Jesus. What is our response in those moments when all of a sudden we're kind of brought to attention and reminded that we're not in control of our life. Even when we think we are, we're not. And especially in those places where we seek comfort and we live comfortably because we're in control, Jesus inevitably wants to show up there and to kind of help pry our hands off of our own life. And so what was Simon Peter's response? Did you catch it? Simon Peter didn't turn to Jesus and say, hey, you knucklehead, this is mine. Go find some other boat. Simon Peter was willing to let himself be surprised and inconvenienced by the living God. And that's the story of every saint. Every saint in the history of the Christian people has been willing to be surprised and inconvenienced by God. Are we? What is our response when situations in life tend to surprise and inconvenience us? Do we turn to him and welcome him? And let him know that he is invited to be in the boat with us. We don't know where it's going to lead, but Jesus, you're welcome to be here. Or do we do all that we can to throw him out so that we can keep living life on our terms? Simon Peter was willing to be surprised and inconvenienced by Jesus. So they set off and uh, they're in this boat together. And then Jesus turns to Simon Peter and says, you know, hey, put out into the deep and lower your net for a catch. And Simon Peter turns to Jesus and basically says, are you nuts? I was doing this all day. Dude, I'm a fisherman. It's what I do. I know fishing. This is is my expertise. Here's my college degree. Here's my professional certification. I know this corner of the universe really, really well. Is that what Peter's response was? No. Peter kind of questions Jesus and is like, like, hey, are you you serious? Like, come on. And Jesus must have said, yes, I am. Go for it. Put out into the deep and lower your nets for a catch. Brothers and sisters, Simon Peter chose in that moment not to see the world through his own view, but to allow himself to start being one by God's view. 
Simon Peter, in that moment of wisdom and brilliance, had the courage and humility to choose to take his intellect the way that he saw reality and hand it to the living God who was in the boat with him. Are we willing to do the same? To let Jesus show us and reveal to us the secrets that are at the foundation of the universe? Are we willing to let the God of life and the God of love call the shots on what life is and on what love looks like? Or are those things that we're going to choose to define for ourselves? Because let's be honest, we have a college degree and Jesus back in those days didn't. We have a social media account and so we can make sure that what we think is jiving with what everybody else in our day and age is thinking. How is it that we see the world? And do we strive to see it through the eyes of our God? Or do we strive to see it just through the way that we were formed by our culture and by our own family to experience it? St. Peter was willing to have his own worldview blown up and to let Jesus reveal to him the true way of seeing. Are we willing to do that as well? And so Simon Peter is willing to be inconvenienced and surprised by Jesus And he is willing to be taught and led by Jesus. Where did that lead Peter? Well, it led him into the boat with Jesus, pulling up a huge supply of fish. Because trust and surrender to God's plan for our life, to his voice, to his lead, to his way of seeing, is always, always, always the path to life. Regardless of whether or not the world sees it and celebrates it, Choosing to trust and to surrender to the living God is always the path to life. And so Peter is reminded of that as he's pulling in the fish and as he's coming to shore. And he begins to recognize, I am not worthy of the God who is on my side, who has come to reveal the true way of seeing to me, and who wants to give me his life and his love, which is the heights and the depths of human existence. That's awesome. Jesus I am unworthy. Depart from me, Lord. I'm a sinner. You must not know the things that I'm... Jesus, if you really knew this about me, you would turn and run the other direction. Did Jesus do that? Simon Peter says, Lord, depart from me. I'm a sinful man. Go choose somebody else. Jesus didn't leave. Jesus didn't say, you know, Peter, fair point. James and John, hey, come here. Let's let... No, right? Jesus trusted Simon Peter. And Simon Peter recognized that so fully and completely that he was willing to own the parts of his life where he was most broken and raw, where he was most in need of the healing and freeing power of God. And that made Simon Peter new. And that's how he became a saint. And so, brothers and sisters, it's not hard to figure out what Jesus invites us to as well. Praying for that grace in this Mass of letting him lead. That grace to trust him in those moments when we get surprised by life. That grace to surrender our worldview to his. And to strive to see things not in our own way of seeing, but his. Striving ultimately to let Jesus see us and love us and touch us where we are most raw, wounded, and broken. Jesus invites all of us to the fullness of living and the fullness of loving. He challenges all of us to let him lead us out into the deep. But the problem is, there are few people in our world today that are willing to go there with Jesus. And so in the first reading, we heard those 
famous, brilliant, wise words that should be for all of us the words of our life. Lord, here I am. Choose me. Send me. Jesus is looking for people to help win souls for his kingdom. He's looking for those of us who are willing to step up and to let him lead, to make us also fishers of men. Put out into the deep, and there let down your nets for a catch.